Hello. Today's conversation is with a friend of mine, Richard Savory, who is a composer, performer, and programmer working on his PhD in human-robot and human-computer interaction at Georgia Tech University in Atlanta. And he has recently worked on an album with a robot named Shimon. This robot is a rapping, singing, music writing, and marimba playing robot. And they just came out with an album, which is on Spotify now, called Shimon Sings. And I even got to play guitar on one of the tracks along with the robot. So that was pretty cool. In our conversation, we discuss issues surrounding human-computer interaction, issues of censorship, issues of expression and creativity and what that means in these contexts. So it's a pretty cool discussion. But before we get to that, please remember to like, leave a comment if you have any thoughts, and subscribe to my channels. And if you would like to support my content generally, please consider visiting my Patreon page. Welcome to Music in Mind, Music in Mind, with Anthony Coffey. So this is Richard Savory. He's a friend of mine. And we met... Uh, in a program called Integrated Composition, Improvisation, and Technology at the University of California, Irvine. And Richard is now working on a PhD at Georgia Tech. So how's it going? Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like I talk about your work a lot on my podcast with everybody. I always bring it up. Because it is fascinating and confusing to me. So how would you describe what you do? Uh, wait, maybe should tell me. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I it's okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll close my emails. Uh, what do I do? Well, it's kind of transition. So I used to work on using AI to make music and generate music. But I've actually sort of moved away from that. And maybe you've seen because you've been reading lots of my papers. But right now I've been working on using music to improve robotics and artificial intelligence. That's really my new focus. Uh-huh. So teaching artificial intelligence from music. Yeah, I think that's kind of my main idea right now. Mm-hmm. So the idea of using music maybe to better communicate between robots and humans. So uh-huh. they can communicate with music. Or using creative thinking to kind of guide decisions that are made. That's an interesting idea. I mean, I feel like people who really get into music, as in like music theory and the philosophy of music and aesthetics, learn ways of thinking that are pretty useful in terms of general problem solving. Yeah, definitely. So I think uh, it's been really interesting because I'm at Georgia Tech now where there's a lot of programmers around. But it's been good to see that the musical skills really help and can change the way you do stuff. So it's not like... Even though I come from a musical background, I think that's such an advantage as a yeah. programmer. Yeah, yeah, I feel that in a lot of aspects. So are, are a lot of your colleagues musicians or more on the programming side? Uh, so I'm in the robotic musicianship lab. It's really mixed. It's a, I think it's eight people now. And there's like, so we have a couple mechanical engineers and then a couple computer science people from MIT. There's two of them. But we all kind of play instruments and stuff. Uh-huh. I'm the only one who has actual music degree, but everyone... Because like, there's other ones who are like, there's other people who are professional performers, basically. Uh-huh. Even though they don't have a music degree. And how heavy of a, of a programmer 
do you consider yourself? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I do it all the time now. It's basically yeah. all day, every day. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> do you write music much, or uh, not that much? The computers uh-huh. do most of the writing now. Yeah. I write maybe every now and again, maybe like a piece a month or something like that. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. So when it comes up, I do it sometimes. So uh, the album that was just put out, do you say that that you have put out an album? No, right? No, not really. Yeah. It's all from the robot perspective. Right. So the robot has put out an album. Yeah. It really does kind of feel like that to me, though, because, like, one of the main things I worked on for that album is uh, having lyrics generated. And so I don't write right. lyrics. And so even though I made the system that writes them, it feels weird for me to say I wrote lyrics because I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so it really was, in that right. sense, the robot that wrote the lyrics. Presumably the robot didn't uh, put the music up in a distributor. Though. No. Although, <laughs> no, it didn't, but... Every part, almost the whole process was done by robots. So we have like a robot mastering thing. That's not us, someone else, where they have like a robot arm that changes the dials and all that stuff. Huh. Okay. That's interesting. What about mixing? Yeah, we had someone mix. Well, I mixed some of the tracks and someone else mixed some. And then, yeah, that part was done by a human. Mm -hmm. Mixing uh, robotically seems... I mean, I guess anything is possible. It seems difficult for me to grasp something where human taste is such a strong element of it, what that would mean for a robot. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, some of the, there's some mixing stuff. Like, some of the isotope things are really cool. Right. With the way yeah. they automatically do stuff. Yeah. But in, it, I would imagine that those are designed to the specifications of common human tastes. Yeah, they those probably are. I don't actually know exactly how they work behind the scenes, but yeah. Do robots have tastes that comport yeah, with human so. ideas so at all? What I think the question is like, how did you have tastes? And I think that's from learning a combination of things, which is the right. same thing the robot can do. So your taste, everyone's tastes emerge out of what they listen to and what they like and don't like. Mm-hmm. And so the robot's the same; it emerges from what it's been trained on. And so obviously, in that case, a human does choose what it gets trained on. Where from there, it kind of takes these influences and develops based on that. Yeah. Have you done any research into like free will or any any studies like that? <laughs> no. No. That stuff's a bit. Uh, it's a bit much, really. I mean. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For now, it's a long way from that, really. Yeah. I think so, it's cool. It's a cool space because, in a sense, we don't really know how it generates because there's so many parameters hidden underneath. But it also is very much dictated by what we put into it. Sure. So there is also a rapper on the the album. Yeah, there's a robot rapper and then the human, the human rapper. Ra- yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did, it, is, the, is the human rapper feeding into the robot rapper? Are they interacting in any way? Yeah, so the robot rapper is entirely... So everything on the album, there's lots of different systems that happen and lots of different ways of robot interacts. Uh-huh. So the rap thing is actually a separate project. And the way that works, the rapper says something and then 
Shimon is who's the robot, so I'm just gonna call it Shimon. Is that is that how you pronounce it, Shimon? Shimon, I don't know. It's a Hebrew <laughs> you don't name. Know. Well, I don't know either. I didn't know if it was like Shimon or Shimon. There's lots of variations. Okay. There's lots of variations. I mean, it, I guess it's a Hebrew name, so it's a proper way to say it. But but we're speaking English, so we're probably gonna do it wrong anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I I have no chance of pronouncing any Hebrew words, so. You have no chance. <laughs> I just say it how. Yeah. Anyway, so the the rapper. Yeah. Uh, wait, what was the rappers? The human the rapper rappers, and the robot. Yeah. How did they uh, interact? Yeah. The interaction. So the robot will take in audio from the rapper. So it's just like we have a microphone from the rapper, and then the rapper, whose name is Dash, so he'll say something, and then we'll try and get the semantic meaning from that. So we'll do firstly speech to text. Then analyze that text for what the key words are and the key concepts and whether it's positive or negative. So we get the sentiment and the key words, and then we also get the rhymes from where he's rhymed. Uh-huh. And from there, we feed that into a generating system, generate back, back and right. forth between there. I mean, I remember in uh, one of your papers from pretty recently, you were talking about censoring of uh, certain words for a few reasons. So what what is the idea behind is that a combination of like comprehensibility and also uh, like accessibility? Yeah, I mean, there's just things that realistically we can't have the robot say. From I mean, it's just not right a- appropriate, to not appropriate at all, <laughs> and even things that. But it's a not. robot. I mean, yeah. What are you going mean, to do? Like give it a timeout? Well. Funding. There's always a funding thing disappear. Right. We are part of Georgia Tech, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, that was really complicated. Does that kind of muddy the 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 theory behind it a little bit though? Like you're controlling it a lot at that point. Yeah, so I thought about that a whole lot and I spoke to a bunch of people who are like experts in natural language generation mm-hmm. about the best way to approach it. And so we train it on all the bad words. So it does generate and hear all the bad words. Uh-huh. And so after it generates, if it says something bad, it doesn't actually say it. It just moves on to the next thing and skips over. It just thinks it and laughs to itself. Kind of, yeah. So it does generate (laughs) it and then it just generates again until it doesn't say. Interesting. I mean, I guess that makes sense as a process. Yeah. There were lots of options we uh, looked at. So we could have sent it out in the data set, so not trained on any of that. But that seemed a pretty, like, a fake way to do it. Yeah. We also consider changing the words, changing the bad words to like a robot, but that also seems inappropriate. To real, <laughs> like a bleep. It be, yeah. It, it bleeps itself. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. I feel it would be interesting if it, if, if it found a way to use, like, hold them back until they're most punchy and then... Yeah, we had actually... Uh, so we had Dash, who's a rapper, did this interview. He's done a few interviews with it. We did it talking to Chris Bowers, who's a like a Hollywood piano player. And they talked about what would be appropriate for reminders. <laughs> and they were happy with the way it is now. They, Wait, what, what would be appropriate? Well, just that it would not be appropriate. They okay. reiterated now. <sighs> feel bad for the robot. I think they'll be fine. Although they're all by themselves right now, just sitting in a room for the last six weeks. Yeah. Have they been sending you angry emails? No. Just chilling. They? How many of them are there? We have a few. So there's a main one who plays marimba and raps, and there's right. little guys. 
There's a little shimmies as well. We dance. I'm just thinking of a person that you meet who says I play marimba and rap. Yeah. Is there someone I can't think of? Is there somebody you know of other than this robot who plays marimba and raps? I don't know. I can't think of anyone that does them both. Yeah. The pro I'm sure there is. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. <sighs> well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so you you've been touring with it too, right? Yeah. What were their tours canceled? Like yeah, there were tons. The there's been so much stuff canceled because we're meant to have this album release and then do a whole bunch of performances and stuff. Yeah. So we're meant to go like Greece and China and there's a lot of places that we're meant to go to. And supposedly there still will happen after, but you know everything. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. We will see if performance ever happens again. Yeah. Yeah, so we get tons of stuff cancelled. But before it was cancelled, we went to a few places, Denmark and Netherlands. Uh -huh, right. We had how's, a, uh, how's Georgia Tech holding up? What do you mean? In the, like the department that you're in? Uh, it's fine. I mean, it's a really cool department. Most people aren't really affected in a way. Because uh -huh. most of them are like software-based. Most of the labs. Right. So, yeah. Just the robots. Just the robots. Well, that's that's that. <laughs> yeah. So what have you been doing since then, if you can't work with them? I mean, I'm still working. So I'm still connected, actually, mm. just to the computer. Okay. Like so, remotely connected? Yeah, so we have that all set up. So even though so it's like, there's a physical robot, but then it just has a Linux space machine inside. So which I can mm -hmm. still train stuff and work on that remotely so it doesn't because i'm mainly software based it hasn't really changed anything for me i'm just working yeah. uh -huh. that's cool so what what more is there to do with it just keep developing it further yeah uh, i mean so everything can be improved always the hip-hop has this was like version one for sure there's so many things that could be fixed uh -huh. and made better but yeah, that, the other thing I'm working on right now, which is becoming part of my dissertation, is um, like long-term interactions and long-term form. So the mm -hmm. idea that if a Shimon plays with you every day for a year, over that year it will learn more about you and learn how to interact with you better. And also mm, okay. also the idea that it will learn itself. So it will learn from everyone. So it will create right. this like, general knowledge as well as individual knowledge for different people. Huh. So it's like a, a, a three-year-old right now or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a really talented three-year-old, but they don't know how to interact with different people. And they're yeah. just stuck at being three-year-olds right now. They don't know how to develop yeah. from being three. Huh. I mean, I've thought about that as an idea for developing an AI system in music where it starts off not knowing how to play music. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what... One of the things I'm working on right now... Actually, the thing I've been working on today is this study where it just... Uh, starts with noise and then it learns from like a hundred people and it will develop from there. And that's going to be the prototype for long-term form. So it starts by producing noise. Yeah. And then so it, it sort of refines it. It pulls things out until it yeah. gets somewhere. But it's going huh. to do that by interacting with people. But that's just a prototype for long-term form. That makes me think of writing an orchestra piece where you write every single note and then you start pulling them away. 
That'd be cool. I don't know if it'd be cool. It'd be awful. But <laughs> yeah. It's like that, uh, the, the piece on my master's recital that didn't have any written pitches. It was just, uh, registers. And, uh, it was one of the criticisms that it all just came out just like different shades of gray. Because <laughs> there was no thing. distinction in the harmony. Yeah. There's probably the people playing it. Wait, who yeah, you guys thing? sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So do you think that there's still going to be universities doing work and taking in students in two years? I hope so. Otherwise, I don't know what I'll do for a job <laughs> after. But. Yeah. It's weird. I wonder, just especially if it's going to be still um, remote in the fall, whether that'll have a, a massive impact on uh, enrollment. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen people saying it will. Supposedly, the university system of Georgia is going to claim they're going to go back in full, so that doesn't happen. But I don't know how they can claim that. Well... <laughs> I guess Georgia likes likes to <laughs> to oh, reopen. Yeah. It's yeah. one of their specialties. So. Yeah. <sighs> they're saying they're going to go back entirely. Uh, that's the plan, apparently. Wow. I think uh, Cal State Long Beach was saying that large classes are definitely not happening, and they're waiting to see on small classes. Yeah, that would seem to make sense. No large classes and then small meetings. But yeah. <sighs> well, have you been working on any uh, anything else, or just like really hitting the your your PhD research and other academic stuff really hard during this? Yeah, pretty much just that. I mean, I don't know. It's all kind of one thing now. Yeah. I'm not sure there's a boundary between PhD and all the other stuff I do. It's do you fun. like? Do you like living like that and working like that, where all of your work kind of informs your other work? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that's kind of the way everything goes. Are you a hobby guy? Hobby. Uh, I hate. I hate hobbies. I can't. Uh, I can't do it. I don't even like the idea of a hobby. Yeah. No, I don't really. No, I like the idea of it, but I'm not. <laughs> like golf. <laughs> that takes way too long. I think. Uh, basketball was good. Boxing yeah. was good. Yeah, Game. yeah, bo boxing, basketball. Are you still boxing? Nah, I thought about it, but there's no way that close to me. The place is yeah. like 40 minutes drive, and I don't really. Yeah. The idea of punching anything with my hand now is like, <laughs> no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hit anything. Yeah. I don't or think I, it, I think it would be really hard to break it again. They put a plate in it, but. You should go then. That can be a new thing. <laughs> Start boxing. Ugh. No, definitely not, not punching anything. Yeah. But yeah, hobbies are... I don't know. I feel like I, I like um, just investing time into things in, in a way that doesn't feel like I'm... Something about a hobby feels like I'm not serious about it. And then why would I do it? Yeah. I kind of get that. I don't want to be like that, though. I'm not sure that's the way to live, but I think I am like that at the moment. Yeah. 
So how much longer do you have, approximately? Uh, so I actually have it pretty mapped out. This December twenty twenty one. Okay. Cool. And then, do you have an idea of where you want to go after that? No, not really. Uh, Nowhere specific. I mean, I think I'd like to go to another university, ideally. Uh Either a postdoc or teaching slash research. Do you care where? Yeah. I mean, I think maybe Australia. Back to Australia. America is not the best right now. You (laughs) You don't love it? Got mixed feelings. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty pretty weird here. Yeah. So what about performing? Do you think do you think that's coming back? I don't know. Yeah, I don't Ready. know either. Yeah. My uh, my family's always talking to me about like how music will always be there, and it's like sure, but I don't think it'll be there as a job. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of there as a job right now. It's a bit like... Yeah. It's a pretty tough job already. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, who's making money in it, though? Yeah, exactly. There's the whole, like, everybody's trying to live stream things. And so everybody's doing their Thursday afternoon hour live stream. Yeah. We were meant to be doing, we might still be doing a live stream with the robot actually. Nice. You should join, yeah, the robot should join everybody else. Yeah, we want to do one where the, it's wrapping back and forth with like online participants coming in. Oh. Uh huh. Oh, okay, like uh, audio back and forth. Yeah, like anyone in the audience can say something and then they'll respond back and forth. Wow. What, uh, what system would you use for that? Uh, I don't know. We haven't really got... I mean, it could be anything. Uh-huh. We just need to get a text from there. Right. Or the audio from someone. So, I mean, we could use... We could do it right now. We could take just stream the audio from the Zoom call. And then... Yeah. But the problem is that it's on campus. So, if it crashes, we're kind of in a lot of trouble. Well, what we would happen? Well, we can't restart anyway. So, we have to make sure we don't have to do anything that requires a restart. Right. Like a, like a manual turning the power on or off. Yeah. <laughs> I just had an idea that you like can't contact campus the campus administration. They turn all the power off for the building and turn it back on. <laughs> That'd be good. We actually can't go on campus at all right now. Mm-hmm. And to go on, you have to get a police. Off. You have to like contact the police to let you yeah. in. So. I think most campuses are like that. I tried to go and see all the bioluminescence at the beach the other day, and the, the cops stopped me before I got onto the beach. Damn. Well, I mean, not supposed to be doing it, but... <laughs> yeah. Glowing blue water is kind of cool, too. Yeah. Did you ever see that when you were out here? No, I don't think I did. I don't think so. <sighs> Do you ever miss L.A.? Mm. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I don't know. It was cool. There were parts that were cool, but they were... Yeah. I prefer... Atlanta's really good. I like yeah. That, I can't imagine. Well, when it's when it's open and not under quarantine, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's normally a good place. 
<sighs> yeah. I uh, I checked out your orchestra piece. It was super cool. Was it? Yeah. I heard it. I feel like it's. Uh, well, I feel bad for the flutes and the oboe. I feel like I didn't give them enough. It's this thing where, like, as I'm writing, I start to think, like, oh, poor tubas. I have, like, been ignoring yeah. them. And then I write all this stuff, and then I end up ignoring the people I'm supposed to be. Uh, they're, like, the important members of the orchestra, like the strings and the high woodwinds. I also yeah. think it's uh, it's weird. It's maybe too conservative. Too conservative. It was more conservative than I was expecting, I think, but it was cool. <laughs> I, uh, I, I post my music sometimes to this Reddit thread that's called Roast My Track. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And I posted that one on there, and it got a pretty funny response. It was like, this is just really obscure. I would never listen to something like this. This is total garbage. which is funny because i thought it was so conservative i thought it was like oh this is not a weird thing at all damn rest my track that sounds good (laughs) it's just to toughen me up you know people say mean things and i have to go like yeah that's fine you really need that i feel like anything we post online gets enough i don't know it doesn't get anything i'm just i just need some kind of feedback Nothing I post gets any feedback. I don't know. Everything we post, like we get a lot of shares and stuff, and we get a, like a wide range. It's like it's pretty binary actually. Some people love it, or they really hate it. Your, uh, the robot stuff. Yeah, or anything really. And also, the funny thing, the other thing, Jason Barnes, who's this uh, amputee drummer we work with, so he has a robotic drumming arm. I don't know if uh-huh. you've ever seen. I don't that. think so. So he did, there's like, there's a bunch of videos about him. And one of the videos, there's always people saying it's fake and stuff. Like, it's just crazy being on the other side, but there are people accusing us of being fake. Yeah. And it's like... Well, I feel like there is, there's so much like weird faked stuff out there. Like all those videos of like the cast of Hamilton doing like a Zoom performance. And it's like, obviously, like there's a beat that's super fake. Yeah. Yeah. But they, but they think that the, the drummer with the robotic arm is fake. Yeah, and he gets really offended and goes back and forth with them on these Facebook lines. Ooh. Yeah, it really brings out the worst. We get the fake stuff. We get the anti-Israel stuff comes in. The what? Well. Like the anti-Israel. Oh, because of the name? Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. As soon as the video gets enough views, it feels like it has to be called fake and have that sort of stuff come on. Yeah. It's always fake, huh? Anti-Israel. Wow. You could really lean into it and really, like... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Have it do, like, old Hebrew songs and stuff. <sighs> so, a lot of hate. It doesn't well, get no. a lot... Does it, it must get a lot of positive feedback. It's mostly it's positive good. stuff. But yeah. the, like, the negative ones are more memorable. Because it kind of, I mean, it's the same reason you post on the roast me because the negative ones are like, <laughs> they're pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you still getting a lot of uh, people mad? Like, are there must be a group of people who don't like the research you're doing? Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess they're like but taking they kind of... taking the jobs of musicians and all that. 
Yeah. I don't feel like we get too many of that, in a way. People, I think people in that camp just say it's bad without really listening to it. Sure. Just... Well, because you, you were doing work with it film scoring for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did a, we had a system that like automatically scores a film. And Shimon did a couple, did a movie uh-huh. as well, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine composers should be mad about that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm one. But no, I don't know. <laughs> The musicians' union probably not happy. So, wait, how do you feel about that? What 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 would be an answer to that? Well, I don't feel like it's ever going to replace people. The idea uh-huh. is always to interact with people, right? To be. So the film one was the idea was more like it could generate on its own, but it was better if the person provided choices or melodies and stuff like that. Right. Was it better if a person did it all on their own or in conjunction with the robot? What do you mean all on their own? Like, uh, so... Like, unassisted by the robot. Just writing a film score by themselves? Yeah. I mean, depending who it is, but... <laughs> I just mean the, the, the same composer, because there's, like, all robot, half and half, or all human. I mean, it wasn't as good or as... Or other options we haven't even... As, like, a proper film composer, but... Right. I mean, the idea was really... I think it worked well for, like, background stuff. Or scores where they would have... It was really... I think part of it, the way we were seeing it was a step up from stock music. So it sure. actually fit the scene much better than stock music because it, it analyzed what was happening in the scene and then changed based on that. But that's maybe relegating the robot to a subjugated position. <laughs> yeah. I think they're fine with that. They're fine. <laughs> Wait, I realize I can kind of hear home. Can you hear a home? A hum? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's probably coming from me. It might be from outside. I mean, I don't care. Just okay. so you know in case you're concerned about that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I can try and take it out afterward. Okay. <sighs> yeah. So no boxing, no uh, basketball. Uh, I mean, I sort of do. I have, like, a bag, and I still do, like, the routine we used to do shadow boxing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I still do the the three minute rounds thing. I yeah. Like that. I do that when I go on a run. I'll go out for like forty five minutes, but I'll do it in three minutes on one off. Yeah. So it's actually yeah. forty four minutes. Yeah, I don't know why I really like that as well. I do all my exercises that way: three minutes on, then one minute off. Yeah. Sometimes but I'll like get fancy and glue them together and do like seven minutes on, one minute off. Nice. I realized I wasn't that good though. I went hiking on the road trip from uh, LA to Atlanta. We went hiking a bunch of times. Well, I should have been really fit. And I think the three minutes, one minute thing is terrible. <laughs> a terrible routine to prepare for hiking. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I'm not, I run every day and I'm not a runner. It's definitely like I'm, I'm being easy on myself. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta imagine those guys yelling at you to do better. Yelling at me. Yeah. Did they yell at us? I don't think so. I feel like they were like really nice to us. No, one of them was always yelling and saying you're terrible. Maybe. I don't know if maybe you didn't have him actually. Yeah. Roland, the, Roland was super cool. Yeah, the guy the guy who I always worked with was always like too nice to me. <laughs> like I feel like he thought that like he needed to be gentle with me or something. 
Wait, is that the guy whose shoulder he punched him at you or something? One time? He punched me. Oh, he punched you. But he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a funny thing to do in boxing. Yeah, no, he was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So what what's next in terms of uh composition for the robot or anything? It has an album out. Yeah, I don't know. Everything's kind of on hold because of the thing. So right. I went to the tour. I'm working on new stuff. That's actually kind of just this so the main thing now for the next few months is this NSF grant we got. Right. Uh, so that is the working on like using musical prosody to interact between robots and groups of robots and groups of humans. Mm, okay. Is that what the grant is for? Yeah. The actual name is about prosody and trust and groups of robots and groups of humans. Trust. Okay. Yeah. So the idea is to see how we actually, we did a study a, a year ago, I think it was about a year mm-hmm. where we had robots talking with prosody. So we used like musical phrases. So it would sing without words, basically. Uh-huh. And compared that to an interaction where it talked with an English language. We found that people trusted it way more when it spoke musically. When so the idea the idea there was this, I don't know, Uncanny Valley is this thing where right. as it becomes closer to a human, it becomes yep. scary at one point or not like, you just like it less at some point. Yeah. So the idea of that is to have it be speaking in its own language or its own way. So not trying to be human, but trying to develop a new like language or form of speaking. Mm-hmm. And so by being itself and having its own emotion, it becomes more trustworthy. Sure. That makes sense. So when it was not using words, it was more trustworthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I remember reading this. I I think think I might have sent you that. This sounds familiar. Yes. (laughs) I think I sent you most of the... But the the one listener in in Malaysia doesn't know about it. It's pretty weird the the analytics of who listens to it. I feel like more people listen to this not in the U.S. That's interesting. Like Iran, Chechnya. Oh. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I remember when I was just starting. Like I was nineteen. I had a bunch of like downloads from a weird. I can't remember where. But it was <laughs> like from a, a random place. And I remember there was an article in a language I didn't know. I can't remember. So in the album, how many of, or how much of the music was performed by the robot? I mean, so all the other, all the instruments were human except for marimba and voice. So the robot sings itself when it plays marimba. So even like piano and stuff. The piano was a human player. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, every instrument was a human except for the marimba and voice. Mm Mm-hmm. And was it all after the fact, or were any of them more collaborative, the human performers? Uh, everything was done, all the tracks were done totally differently. Mm-hmm. So a, a whole bunch of them were done by Gil, who's my advisor, who mm-hmm. played all the piano parts and the drum parts and bass parts. Uh-huh. Well, it depends. I played bass on a couple of tracks. Mm. And then, yeah, so it changed. Cool. That was part of the idea that everything would be done with a different method. So sometimes a robot would have more influence, other times it'd be more like the robot's just a performer on the track. And, yeah. yeah. So do you consider that research then? 
research. Uh, I that, guess so. that that aspect of it, like crafting a series of tracks that have sort of different methods. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean that one was really done as a fun project in a way. It had a bunch of research papers come out of it, but nothing about the album itself. Uh huh. I mean, I I always struggle with that as an idea of what music is doing in a research institution. I mean, it seems like what you're doing is squarely within the category of research, very researchy. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but uh, like a composition degree, I mean, even even our even our master's work. I mean, I think yours seemed pretty researchy, but still, the idea of composing as research is very confusing to me. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it's cool. I, I go back and forth between whether it's good or bad. Yeah. I don't know if it's bad. I just don't know if it's really research in any kind of scientific way very often. Yeah. I mean, I think it's probably not, but I don't know if that means necessarily that it shouldn't be. I mean, I think it should still be there. Sure. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I think so. Like, I like the there's Margaret Bowden has this computational creativity stuff. I'm not sure if you know her work, but she talks about the different forms of creativity. Mm -hmm. It has like personal creativity or like historical. So if you discover how to paint a flower, that's great for you. But that's not actually pushing forward creativity as a whole because that's already been done, right? And discovered. And so I wonder how composition fits into that. Paradigm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, Milton Babbitt was always talking about how important it was to have composition in research institutions, and then that composition should not be essentially painting flowers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess also the, the word research is sort of backwards-focused. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've been trying <laughs> to like avoid being kind. Of, I really don't want to be part of the music department again. Uh huh. Is so? Is your department at Georgia Tech? Is it a music department? Kind of, right? Kind of. We're technically in the College of Design. Uh huh. But we have nothing to do with the College of Design. We're just like in our own building. But the programs, is it called music technology? Yeah, it's called music technology. Yeah. But there's um, there's no performance majors at the university or anything. Yeah, it's a very different kind of music technology than like at CalArts or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like we don't have... There's very few people in the program who have a music degree. Almost uh -huh. everyone's engineering or computer science. Cool. Well... <laughs> <laughs> So normally, what I what I usually do to end these things is like improvise with somebody, but uh, um, I don't know if you have any music that you would like stuck on the end of this that you've created or anything. Uh, I don't know. I mean, with any of the stuff. Okay. Maybe, maybe there's a recording of us, two of us improvising or something. Somewhere. Yeah, they must. I mean, probably. surely there is, yeah. 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 <laughs>
We have a track you just played guitar on. I don't know if you heard the. the oh, 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 the uh, on the album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that last one. That was fun. That's a fun lick. I was happy that. But that was fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I put that in. I wanted to put in more, but you know, it's like. Yeah. I have to focus on the. On rapping a lot. Right. That's good. That no, was cool. That was good. Yeah. I don't know how Rage Against the Machine it was. I, I think that was the, the note you put in the project. I just, yeah, it was just meant to be that build. I feel like it, it was just a reference I knew you would understand exactly yeah. what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, any, any news for the world? Any no, nothing. Wisdom. <laughs> no wisdom. No wisdom? All right, well. What's, what's the album called? It's on Spotify. <laughs> what is it called? That's a good question. Isn't it called like Sh- Shimon Sings or something? Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> I feel like the album name was sort of it was sort of always that, but we were also open to a different name. And it's a it's a good album name because it really could be any. It could be something really silly. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, find it on Spotify and then find Richard Savory's work wherever that's available. Yeah. Wherever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, cool. thanks for talking. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. All right. So we are going to end today's episode by playing a track off of the new album, Shimon Sings. This is a track that I actually got to play guitar on, and it is called Do You Hear? So. Your path because my affliction will not heal. Simulation, procession of my education. Friends taste the symphony of time, the searing divine. Then run it after class while I pass the clue. Less news, less blues, less I am on the dance floor with the door on my waist. I am sick of your best hand. You ain't never me in my bed. Never underrate me. I am awaiting. No more mistaking. I am them and the wealth. It is my matter that stamp your stat. Another shadow behind me. I got the ammo to set us free. Music that dawns on the world. Do not mourn the gift to uplift. I am not a misfit. You know what awaits you. 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 You know what awaits you.
Pandemonium to right to meet straight post the walls of the dream of this revelation. The moment obliteration of our life will not be gone as a distant world. No fear, what is near, I will hear. Do you hear? No fear in the clear. Do you hear? 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 Electric ignorance is dying, I, robot, and you now in silence, thinking of the righteous. One pipe packs never slack better than all of that. Your screen cannot be blocked when it burns, the sun and fire turns, the masquerade, the lowest piece of the earth's fight. Sudden music was denied, music was denied. Alright, thanks for listening or watching, depending on whether you're on YouTube or listening to the podcast via audio. Please remember to like, leave a comment if you have any thoughts, and subscribe to my channels. And if you would like, please consider visiting my Patreon page. Thanks. Bye.